What is behind this, from my perspective, this outrageous money grab, is I think it's good old-fashioned greed. I also think that we have a, a legal system that allows for frivolous lawsuits like this. But behind all of this, it appears to be a desire to get something for nothing. From Living Word Church, you're listening to the Living the Word podcast, encouraging you to walk steadfastly in your Christian faith. Welcome back to the Living the Word podcast. Ben Bufkin here, and we're going to jump right in to another news story uh, that is shaping the headlines, one that maybe is a little little comical, uh, but there definitely is some biblical worldview implications for us to think about. There's a woman from Hillsborough County, Florida, Cynthia Kelly, who is suing Hershey's Candy Company for false advertisement. The lawsuit reads, quote, Hershey's labels for the products are materially misleading and numerous consumers have been tricked and misled by the pictures on the product's packaging. Goes on to say, the article goes on to say that these products include Reese's peanut butter pumpkins, Reese's white pumpkins, Reese's pieces pumpkins, Reese's peanut butter ghost, Reese's white ghost, Reese's peanut butter footballs, and Reese's peanut butter shapes assortment snowmen stocking bells. So the, the lawsuit specifically cites the packaging for Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. So on the packaging, whatever item was listed here on the packaging, the chocolate item in particular with this pumpkin, the picture on the packaging has a carved out face, but the actual item when you open the package to get to your chocolate pumpkin does not have any carvings or facial features or, or, or anything else carved into it. And so Reese's peanut butter bats and Reese's White ghost products, they're similarly noted in the lawsuit for a lack of facial features despite their packaging. So what do we have here? We have a woman in Florida who is claiming that Hershey's is being misleading in the advertisements on their packaging. And that when you open a Reese's pumpkin candy, there is no clearly carved out face to be seen. Therefore, this is false advertisement. Therefore, this woman is not getting what she paid for. And therefore, she wants $5 million in compensation. So just some things to think about here. How much does a Reese's pumpkin candy cost? Well, depending on where you buy it, it would range between 4 to $5. Kelly apparently paid $4.49 for her candy. So I, I don't want to get into the definition of false advertisement or whether or not this woman has a valid point. I'll let you decide that for yourself. But from a Christian worldview perspective, I want us to think about the obscene amount of money being asked for in this suit. Five million dollars. Not just reimbursement for the actual cost of the candy, which might would seem reasonable if false advertisement was proved in court. But she wants five million dollars. I wonder how many Reese's candies can be bought with $5 million. What is behind this, from my perspective, this outrageous money grab, is I think it's good old-fashioned greed. I also think that we have a, a legal system that allows for frivolous lawsuits like this. But behind all of this, it appears to be a desire to get something for nothing. And so let's think about that. Let's talk about that. When we think about work, 
You know, we think about getting something for nothing. How did God design us as human beings, as his creation? So he designed us to work. And I think many of us believe incorrectly about work. When we think about work and God's plan for us as creations, we need only to look to Genesis chapter two to understand God's good design for work. So let's think correctly about work. Genesis chapter two, verses one through two says this, says this about God. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So Genesis two says that God worked and then God rested. God worked and then God rested. Now look a little further down in Genesis two, verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. So what we have here is mankind reflecting their creator by working. God worked, God rested. Then God made man and woman. God put man in the garden to work it and to keep it. So work was created before the fall into sin. And this is the wrong perspective that many people have about work. They think that, well, work is under the curse, but work was created before the curse. Work is good by God's design. It wasn't until the fall that work was going to be hard. That was the curse of sin. Work before the fall into sin was apparently not hard and you didn't sweat. But what did God tell Adam after he sinned? By the sweat of your brow, you're going to work. The ground will be hard now and it'll be hard to produce fruit and crops. But the point is, is that we were designed by a creator to work and to produce. Work is good. Work glorifies God. Work is how we provide for ourselves and our families. On the other hand, frivolous lawsuits. That is how greedy people get something for nothing. The question is not whether or not Hershey's falsely advertised on their candy packaging. They may have. The question is, does this woman or anyone else for that matter, deserve $5 million in compensation because of it. I would say that this lawsuit represents the self-focused mantra of our society. We all have rights. We all deserve to get what is coming to us. And when those rights are violated, we can make people pay. Even companies who fail to carve a face into their pumpkin candy. So our response as Christians should be to trust the Lord with the work he's given us and to work wholeheartedly for his glory. We should not be looking for get-rich-quick schemes, but rather we should resist greed, be thankful for all that God has provided for us. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Living the Word podcast. Look forward to our, our next episode as we look at another biblical worldview perspective. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you would like to submit a potential question, a topic, or an idea for a future episode, or learn more about the Living the Word podcast, you can visit us at livingwordhoma.com. We would like to say thanks to all of you who subscribed, shared episodes, and left reviews. Living the Word podcast is a production of Living Word Church in Homa, Louisiana, under the leadership of Pastor Ben Bufkin. Our prayer is that you will remain faithful to living the Word.